Section 6 of The San Francisco Earthquake and Fire, as reported in the newspapers of that city. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Items from the San Francisco Call, Saturday, April 21, 1906. Vast Camp in Golden Gate Park. Hospital busy, but only one death is reported. Babies make advent into the world. Little ones and their mothers are reported to be doing very well. Henry Mayer succumbs to exhaustion resulting from effort to escape flames. Injuries the doctors attend to are in most cases of a trivial character. Relief and Sanitation Committee appointed to work in Panhandle District. Golden Gate Park is a great camp of homeless people stretching from the Panhandle entrance to far beyond Stowe Lake. Among the Panhandle population are six babies that made their debut last Wednesday. Both mothers and babies are doing well. There have been several new arrivals since within the park limits. There has been only one death, that of Henry Mayer, from exhaustion. Following is the list of those who were treated at the hospital yesterday, about two-thirds of the list being victims of fire and the earthquake. Note. Here follows a list of 69 names, most of them with an address or temporary address. Several of them give the reason for treatment. Examples of some of the reasons given include exhaustion, fracture, burned hand, nausea, rheumatism, scalp cut, lacerated nose, eye injury. End note. The chief relief stations are at Ladies Auxiliary, YMHA, Page Street, at the Park Superintendent's House, and at the Army Headquarters, Tennis Courts. The Relief and Sanitation Committee members for the district round the Panhandle, from Baker Street to Stanyon, is as follows. Joseph A. Gendotti, 1642 Hayes Street, George E. Bennett, 625 Ashbury Street, Ed Poole, 1341 Masonic Avenue, William Bush, Frederick and Clayton Streets, Cone, 652 Schrader Street, Corner Waller, William K. Winton, 217 Cole Street, James S. Tennell, 330 Frederick Street, Paul Holmes, 703 Clayton Street, Descalou, 1208 Stanyon Street. View of the Registration Bureau established by the call in Golden Gate Park yesterday, a common sight of homeless people on whom the chill ocean fogs have no mercy, and the scene about the McKinley Monument, where thousands are huddling in their suffering and despair, utterly dependent on charity. Many register at Park Station. The call establishes a bureau at Baker Street entrance to the Panhandle. The call has established a registration bureau in Golden Gate Park at the Baker Street entrance to the Panhandle, this bureau is under the charge of Phyllis Partington, Earl Bigelow, and R. Langtree Partington. It is intended to enable persons to get into communication with relatives and friends. Those registered yesterday. Note. Here follows a list of over 1,000 names, filling five columns on one page of the newspaper and two columns on another page. Most names are given with an address, either permanent or temporary. In some cases, a street address is given. In other cases, an intersection of two corners or a vacant lot. 
In a few cases, Ocean Beach is the given address, and in many cases the address given is Park, meaning Golden Gate Park, or PH, meaning Park Hospital. End note. Needy may leave, free of charge. Both railroad lines offer transportation to destitute to interior points. Orders must be obtained from Relief Committee or any fraternal society. New York Merchants Association telegraphs it will help in any way desired. Mails being collected from boxes and delivery will be begun today. Fred W. Prince, agent of the Santa Fe Railroad, is located at the ferry building and has been authorized by his company to issue free transportation to any point on the Santa Fe lines for any person who desires to leave the city. Superintendent Palmer of the Southern Pacific Railroad announces that the company will issue free transportation north to Portland, east to Ogden, and south to El Paso to needy persons who cannot pay their fare. An order from the Relief Committee or any fraternal society certifying as to destitution will be recognized at the pier or at the Oakland office, 12 San Pablo Avenue. Frank J. Symes, president of the Merchants Association, has received the following telegram from the Merchants Association of New York City. Merchants Association of New York City sends its sympathy to stricken people of San Francisco and proffers assistance upon any line desired. Advise us by wire of your necessities with suggestions as to any manner in which we can serve you. Our board of directors meets today to take action. President Symes replied that food supplies not requiring cooking were what is most desired. James D. Phelan received a dispatch from Mayor Madigan of Vallejo yesterday afternoon, stating that the Naval Young Men's Christian Association building of that city, with its 75 sleeping rooms, has been set aside as a temporary hospital for the sick and wounded of San Francisco and that a corps of United States naval physicians and hospital stewards has been detailed from Mare Island Navy Yard to take charge of it. Mayor Madigan extends an invitation to the San Francisco authorities to send sick and wounded to the number of 65. The press of work at the general headquarters is so great that the Relief Committee announced yesterday afternoon that it was in need of 25 to 50 stenographers and 50 to 100 typewriting machines. Mail is now being collected from the boxes, and there will be a delivery as soon as possible at the general delivery today at 10 a.m. Business mail will be delivered, and as many individual letters as possible. The mail for the western edition, north of Eddy Street and west of the Burn District, will be delivered from Station F, and mail from that district will be taken from that station to the ferry. Mail from the southern end of the city will be transferred to the ferry from the main office, and mail for that district will be delivered from the same office. Aged Structure Survives Shock Mission Dolores, the oldest building in the city, has survived the earthquake unscathed. For 130 years the structure has weathered many visitations, and seemingly is impervious to the vagaries of the elements which toss and tear and play such havoc with great modern architectural monuments. Though Mission Dolores escaped the ravages of a tremendous shake-up, fire for a time threatened to sweep out the landmark. 
Thursday night at eleven o'clock the fire in the mission was checked at the Swedish Lutheran Church, which had not been hurt by the earthquake. The sheet-iron steeple of the church was beginning to burn when the Reverend Dr. Philip Andrine, pastor of the church, and J. A. Sandell formed a bucket brigade of three hundred volunteers, who carried the water from a nearby sewer and spring in milk cans to the top of the inside of the steeple. The contents of some fifty milk cans was pressed into service from hand to hand, and the fire was soon extinguished. The progress of the flames was checked so as to save the old Mission Dolores Church. The new church building was wrecked by the earthquake, and the Notre Dame convent building was burned to the ground. The sisters and pupils had been previously taken from the convent to places of safety. The saving of the Swedish Lutheran Church was the key to the fire situation at this point, as the flames were stopped at 20th and Dolores Streets. Telephone line opened. The telephone company established long-distance communication from the city down the coast yesterday. The wire was strung to the station at Page and Pierce Streets, and a line now connects that station with that at Steiner and Pine Streets. The Postal Telegraph Company has a wire out of the ferry station, but it is working poorly because of damage done to the bay cable by the earthquake. L. M. Alexander and Company, located at 565 Baker Street, corner of Fulton. Any information regarding typewriters promptly given attention. Thousands crowding the park. Food supply is ample, but unnerved throng entertains grim fears of famine. Refugees from Western Edition, whose homes escaped flames, now returning. Water scarce, and the supply in Stowe Lake will be used for drinking. Lumber is on hand for the erection of an extensive shelter camp. There are about 200,000 people encamped in Golden Gate Park. The chilly fog that swept over the place late yesterday afternoon added to the discomfort and suffering. In this section the dread of famine had seized the people. There is, however, no real need to fear starvation, for there is a big food supply station at Stanyon and Page Streets. The Park Hospital, established on the lawn near the wreck of the former hospital, took in nearly three hundred patients. The worst cases are in tents. In the Western Edition, people have returned to their flats and are taking in those of the homeless who are returning from the park. Improvised tents and shelters of all sorts are put up in the park. It has been found necessary to economize on the water supply at Golden Gate Park. Sentries are guarding Stowe Lake. The water is to be used for drinking purposes only. An effort will be made to start the park waterworks soon. The unfortunates in the park move restlessly to and fro from one section to the other. So far there has been no serious trouble from thieves or vandals. The ocean beach is still crowded. The refugees there are provided for by friends and by the relief committee. Most of the suffering is from the cold. In the panhandle of the park, at Baker and Fell, the call has established a registration bureau where those who are going into the park can leave their names. News of the missing can be had there. The fire patrol is in call in Sills's district under the supervision of Captain Comstock. Devizadero Street is being patrolled by a provost guard. 
Justice of the Peace Alfred B. Lawson has established judicial quarters at 634 Fillmore Street, and Justice of the Peace Isidore Golden has a courtroom at 1110 Devizadero Street, where Julius Coleman is acting as a notary public. Sergeant H. Sills, with four patrolmen, who was looking after the welfare of 6,000 people in the district bounded by Lombard, Bay, Buchanan Streets, and Van Ness Avenue, reports everything quiet and no accidents. The water is good and plentiful, several wells having been opened up. The Relief Committee desires it announced that anyone needing water may get it from any available source without asking permission. A. W. Starbird, of the Committee on Temporary Buildings for the Sufferers, announced last night that he will have 100,000 feet of lumber in Golden Gate Park for the erection of shelter for the homeless. General Funston has laid out the plans of the camp. Provisions made by fraternities. Danish Relief Board and the Knights of Columbus arrange to entertain. Oakland, April 20th. The Danes of Oakland have organized a Danish Relief Board to care especially for Danish Americans who are destitute. Such should apply to J. C. Scott, 1003 and a half Broadway, M. Nielsen, 41st and San Pablo, N. P. Nielsen, 128 Ethel Street. The Oakland Knights of Columbus have opened headquarters at 969 Broadway and have secured a number of rooms to accommodate their San Francisco brothers. Carriages will be in waiting for all parts of the city. A storeroom has been secured at 567 William Street near San Pablo Avenue, where wearing apparel and bedclothing will be received and properly distributed. Churches Destroyed among the buildings completely wrecked by the earthquake are Holy Cross Church, St. Dominic's Church, Girls High School, the Albert Pike Memorial Temple on Geary Street between Fillmore and Steiner. St. Ignatius Church was burned, but the college building is standing. The priest's house of St. Dominic's Church was wrecked. Railroads will help rebuilding. Southern Pacific and Ocean Shore to lay tracks into ruined business district. Fillmore Street car line will be in running order within two days. Debris must be removed before rebuilding of general trolley service is begun. Workmen already clearing Mission Street to connect Park with the ferry. The Transportation Committee finds that the removal of debris from the burned territory will be necessary before streetcar service can be re-established. The Southern Pacific will be allowed to lay rails on 3rd Street from King to Market and on Kearney Street from Market to Montgomery Avenue. The Ocean Shore will put down tracks on Market Street from 12th to the ferry. Thornwell Mullaly and George F. Chapman of the United Railroads assured the Transportation Committee that the Fillmore Street line would be reopened for passenger service within two days. The railroad men said that 50 soldiers would be needed to protect the company's teams and material from being appropriated for other purposes than reconstruction. Mullally and Chaplin are in telegraphic communication with the United Railroads Investment Company of New York. It is not yet decided whether the cable system will be restored, as the big powerhouses and cable machinery were wrecked and burned, it may prove economical to rebuild on the electric conduit plan. Workmen began clearing Mission Street yesterday. 
the line will be opened as quickly as possible, so as to connect Golden Gate Park and the Western Edition with the ferry. Army of Refugees Aided in Alameda Headquarters are open to afford relief to many unfortunates. Alameda, April 20th Refugees are arriving here in increased numbers, and thus far are being comfortably provided for in the way of lodgings and food. Captain A. P. Smiley has erected additional tents at San Antonio Avenue and Oak Street, and the camp has a military aspect. The tented city has been furnished with electric lights and connected with the municipal sewer system. The Board of Health has taken measures to install a proper sanitary system at the Chinese and Japanese settlement at the East End. Nearly all of the local fraternal orders are assisting in the relief work. The refugees are met at the Park Street station of the North Side Line by members of the Relief Committee. Chief Fred K. Krauth of the Fire Department and Chief of Police John Conrad have ordered that no fires be started in houses that have damaged chimneys until the chimneys are repaired and pronounced in safe condition. Representatives of the two local banks met with Oakland bankers today, and it is expected that the money institutions will be open for business next week. R. A. Smith was placed under arrest today for setting fire to a quantity of oil that was floating in the bay near his residence. The combustible liquid flared up and ignited two buildings nearby. The flames were quickly extinguished. Smith said that he desired to destroy the oil so that he could indulge in a surf bath. His action caused a mild panic, and residents in the vicinity of the blaze carried their household effects into the street. All refugees are requested to register at the local post office to facilitate the efforts of their relatives and friends to locate them. Kroll's Gardens at the West End have been thrown open to refugees. Because of the damage done to the water mains of the Contra Costa Company, residents have been ordered not to sprinkle lawns. The Pacific States Telephone Company has requested that telephones be used only for business purposes. The Northern Commercial Company of San Francisco has arranged to open a temporary office here in the gymnasium of the First Unitarian Church. The insurance agency of Edward Brown Sons of San Francisco has opened offices in the basement of A. H. Brown's residence on Sherman Street. W. J. Gorham of the Gorham Rubber Company and president of the city trustees has already ordered a stock of goods and is to begin constructing temporary quarters in San Francisco as soon as possible. Church Notice Church of the Advent, Episcopal, Sunday Services Masses at 8 and 10 a.m., Prayer at 4 p.m., In Open Air, Corner Buchanan and Herman Streets Meeting Notice San Francisco Lodge No. 3, BPO Elks Headquarters established at 2240 Bush Street near Fillmore. Members, please report for relief work. T.W. Hickey, Exalted Ruler, Herman Cohn, Secretary. Business Notices R.L. Toplitz, formerly 545 to 547 Market Street, has opened temporary office, southwest corner Fillmore and California Streets, in Edwin Valschmidt's Pharmacy. Joseph B. Toplitz, formerly 330 Pine Street, 
has opened temporary office southwest corner Fillmore and California streets in Edwin Valschmidt's pharmacy. Dr. X. Dedell is at 1519 Golden Gate Avenue. Help Wanted Pacific Contractors and Cal Exempt Agencies, Cutting and Gun Incorporated, have opened offices at 414 7th Street, Oakland, phone 3273, where unemployed can find work of all kinds. Employers having work, phone or call. Personals All Pi Delta Kappa fraternity men call at 1056 Broadway, Oakland, Ben Trumbull, commercial agent, Illinois Central, Portland, Oregon, is at Athens Hotel, Oakland. Braden and Shore, bring those city tracings and sheets to 1624 Geary Street, J.L. Mary. Crane Company, request their Teamsters to report with their teams to Crane Company's Oakland store, 14th and Webster Streets. Daisy, bring Mother to Point Richmond, Frank Willard. E. E. Easton's relatives in San Francisco can re-establish communication with him at number 1117 Jefferson Street, Oakland. Eve, where are you? Address 562 Jones, Oakland, Herb. Information, whereabouts of Mrs. F. Cuneo, 318.5 Rich Street, San Francisco. Leave word at 412 20th Street. J. W. Linville. J. H. Neubauer and Company. All employees, please report at once to temporary headquarters, 1914 Sacramento Street, San Francisco. Miss Rosa King wants to locate H. King or his wife and children. Address Box 6366 Call Office, Oakland. Mrs. Smith, Apartment 8, Warren. Do you know where Mrs. D. of Apartment 10 is? Address 562 Jones, Oakland. Mrs. Rosa Goldberg wants to locate her husband, Joseph Goldberg. Address Box 6364, Call Office, Oakland. Mrs. Harris Jacobs wants to locate her husband, Harris Jacobs. Address Box 6365, Call Office, Oakland. Mrs. Sophia Ross wants to locate Arthur Ross. Address Box 6367, Call Office, Oakland. Mrs. Tissy Francis wants to locate Frank Francis. Address Box 6368, Call Office, Oakland. Mrs. Eva Gallantier wants to locate J. Gallantier. Address Box 6369, Call Office, Oakland. Mrs. Fred Dale Wood, Mrs. G. A. Head, and Mrs. Robert Welch will find their husbands at Boulevard Pharmacy at Fulton and Page Streets. Mrs. McConnon, mother of F. D. McConnon, call at 815 Pierce. Mr. and Mrs. K. Boren of 429 Grove Street, San Francisco, are in Oakland at 1008 32nd Street. Mr. Kraranaga wants news of his wife. Notify Japanese Tea Garden, Golden Gate Park. Sarah Raquel, come to Sullivan's. Am much worried, Al. 
News Wanted of Mrs. R. J. Pringle by Her Husband. Address this office, 1651 Fillmore. W. H. Jackson. Can care for Elaine and children at Santa Barbara. Send them. E. W. Hadley. Wanted. Information of Mabel Ray, who attended school at Miss West's school, 2014 Van Ness Avenue. Address Dr. C. R. Ray, Care E. B. and A. L. Stone Company, Oakland, California. Will Abel Blasdell Stevens, of W. T. Garrett and Company, San Francisco, communicate with his brother, Berkeley, California, care of the Berkeley Reporter? Will those knowing the whereabouts of Mrs. M. A. Healy communicate with her son, Fred A. Healy, 1305 Madison Street? Will Julius H. Jacobs of 1348 Hyde Street, San Francisco, come to his mother at 1008 32nd Street, Oakland, at once? Will Miss Gladys Hobart send information of her whereabouts to Dr. Edna Field, corner of Gough and Geary Streets? William N. Beach, call at 1988 Sutter Street. We are safe at 1379 Fifth Avenue, Mrs. Ira D. Wines and Daughter. Business Personals Christensen, Edwards, and Goodwin, managers of the American Central Insurance of St. Louis, St. Paul F&M Insurance Company of St. Paul, Mercantile F&M Insurance Company of Boston, have established general offices at the corner of Telegraph Avenue and 20th Street, Oakland, California, formerly at 220 Sansome Street, San Francisco. Notary Public, J. McCallan, with Atlas Insurance Company, headquarters at Chief Warfinger's, Foot of Clay Street, news of Humboldt County people sent by wire. C. F. Wheeland, Consulting Engineer, Building Work, a Specialty, 1928 Fell Street, City. United Cigar Stores Company. All chief clerks and clerks report at once to Mr. E. J. White, 1212 Geary Street, San Francisco. United Cigar Stores Company, J. A. Burns, District Inspector. Notice. Baldwin and Howell Real Estate. Temporary Office, Presidio Terrace, 1st Avenue and Washington Street, San Francisco. Lindgren Hicks Company, General Contractors have opened temporary offices in the Fairmont Hotel, corner Mason and California Streets. All our San Francisco bookkeepers, stenographers, and superintendents report there as soon as circumstances permit to Mr. Wagner, Louis A. Hicks, President. Call Headquarters The San Francisco Call has established headquarters at 1651 Fillmore Street between Post and Geary Streets. Within a day, arrangements will be completed, by which the carriers will distribute the call to all parts of the city. The regular business of the paper will be conducted from the new headquarters until further notice. Editorial. The best is coming. The conflagration of San Francisco is no longer left to speculation and excited rumor. It is accomplished. Its extent is known. The Commission District the wholesale and manufacturing districts, and the banking district, have been swept by the besom of fire. It is over. 
the red record is written it is complete it is well to have a matter complete and finished for that is a foundation the treasure of the banks is safe buried in their fireproof vaults the great and sound insurance companies look over their loss and say we will pay the business men with the lines of their external trade established say we continue out of its ashes san francisco cries i am what accident ever cut off the eternal rome burned while nero played antique ragtime on his fiddle and rome twenty centuries later is the centre of the world's interest in the time of charles the second london burned down to the mud and london two and a third centuries later is the centre of the anglo-saxon world chicago one october day thirty years ago breathed fire and seemed to die and st louis the city by the river said the city by the lake is dead to-day the city by the river is complaining that the city by the lake is sending its sewage down the father of waters fires cyclones and convulsions come but if man set out to make a city where none of them will be he will build his city in the air in the imagination one hundred and sixty-one years ago lisbon fell down in a half a minute for two centuries and threescore years lisbon has stood like the hills of god san francisco is scorched to a cinder but one of her banks blown up burned as an offering to fate reaches into the locker of its unharmed resources and gives its millions to succor the people it is grand go among the people grouped in thousands and see their spirit not a word of repining complaint or surrender on all is the spirit that rises high above calamity that withstands storm and stress that goes into the fire without flinching and comes out radiant and glorified the fire has wandered hither and yon it has taken the cottage of the mechanic and the mansion of the millionaire what of it what city on earth ever failed of glorious resurrection from misfortune a people that will go through the experience of this week in san francisco without panic without disorder with as much respect for her as if every jail stood and every judge ordered the crier to open court at nine o'clock is a sort that water cannot drown nor fire burn what has happened was really necessary to teach us the conditions of permanence we have to find out these things we have found them out the future opens in a long and charming vista the new city will have the charms of the old and more really what has happened is merely the clearing of the foundation upon which is to be built the city beautiful the san francisco that is to be watch us end of section six